Shooters Connection offers products for competition shooters by competition shooters. With over 80 years of combined competition shooting experience, Shooters Connection is staffed by master and grandmaster shooters who live the shooting sports every day. Every day. We offer same-day shipping. Shooters Connection also sponsors over 100 of your matches every single year. So when it comes to finding everything you need to compete as a beginner or a seasoned grandmaster, Shooters Connection is the only name you need to know. Online at ShootersConnectionStore.com. What's up, everybody? This is the Hit Factor Podcast. We have the Jeff Cawthon coming from Ada, Oklahoma. Bring in the heat. That's right. And myself, Jeremy Reed. The real Jeremy Reed. None of this fake stuff no more. Done with that. Oh, we're potato. back on the real. Yeah, okay. Potato needs to go. If he wants to, if Potato wants to be Jeremy Reed, Potato needs to shave that beard off. And just go with the oh. mustache. Yeah. Like you can't you can't try to impersonate me with a beard. That's just not not acceptable. That's true. That doesn't make any sense. Zero. Zero cents whatsoever. Uh, so we, this is coming out as Area Three is going on. It's coming out Friday night or Friday morning uh, as the main match Area Three starts. And look, if you didn't sign up for Area Three this year, you messed up. And if you didn't sign up to shoot mm-hmm. single stack at Area Three this year, you signed up. You messed up even more. Single True. stack. Is busting. We got, we have myself, we have Jeff Cawthon, we have John McClain, all three GMs. We have Paul Clark Jr. is signed up for single stack now. I think he's, I mean, he's a GM limited shooter, really talented guy. I think in single stack, I think he's classified just as M, but just because mm-hmm. he hasn't shot a lot of single stack. We have, and we have the one and only. Henning Walgren just let me know tonight that he switched to single stack. He's got some new parts coming out, some base pads, some Bomar nice. replacement sites. So if you're sick of your Bomars breaking because they're adjustable and they're nonsense, he's got a fixed site coming in to replace Ooh. that that he's working on. And I think more, possibly more single stack parts coming out in the future. So. Very cool. That's awesome because I love Henning's parts. Yeah, Henning does a great job with all of it, and we've already we've already ch- chatted a little bit uh, this evening that we're gonna gonna meet up some point and talk to him, talk about parts and that sort of stuff. So he's he's Henning is great because when he makes a part, yes, he designs stuff and he comes up with stuff, but he always gets he always gets feedback from people. Yeah, he's always he always looking to make stuff better and and that sort of stuff. It's not just a hey, here's what you get. He's constantly mm-hmm. getting feedback and making it better, and he's competing himself all the time. And so, yeah, Henning's parts are great. True, true that. The other thing is limited at Area Three is super hot, and oh, we. Yeah are actually going to do some predictions for limited. We're not doing it for the whole match, but we're just doing it for limited because there it's just going to be a really interesting match. I'm going to see if I can get all I may if I miss some, Jeff, you can correct me, but we have Mr. Joey Sauerland, 
undefeated at area matches in limited so far this year. We have Scott Brown, who was second place at limited nationals last year. We have John Browning, who is Mr. Second place himself. Fantastic (laughs) shooter. That's rough. It's, it is rough. I've, I'm sorry, John. Shouldn't say that, but it's Mr. Second so, Place. It's somewhat true. Uh. We have Robert Croft, otherwise known as Robert Crow, shooting. We have Gianni Giordano shooting. Let's see. Is I think Cody Axon, isn't he? No, I didn't see him on there. No. Oh. He was registered at one point. Maybe he I know he's not he's not shooting as much as he used to. So I don't think he's on there. Hold on. I, I don't I don't actually see him. Oh wait, either. yeah, he's on there. He's shooting oh, carry he optics. Yeah. He's shooting right. carry optics. I know. Not even limited uh, optics. Yeah. He's probably shooting he's probably shooting his duty gun. Cody. Cody Cody. What the hell? Uh, you know, I used to think Cody and I could have been friends. You know, we never quite got to that point where, like, we're like we're good friends and stuff. I I thought we could have gotten there, and I think he might have just ruined it. Shooting carry optics at, at his own area match. Come on, Cody. So he's not shooting Come it. Manny Bragg is shooting it. For those who don't know, Manny was a perennial super squad guy he has not been at the top of his game in recent years i think his focus has been elsewhere who else am i missing uh just looking at something else trying to trying to uh come up with my predictions already <laughs> i think that i think i got uh, most everybody brandon ness did you oh brandon one? yeah brandon ness is another GM. Krog, Scott Brown. Yeah, that's that's all the uh that's all the G's in limited, but then we also have a field of M masters. Yeah, there's guys. like seven or eight masters seven. master class seven yeah. shooters in master class. Josh Wilgaki, John Huspick, uh Bill Baker, Colin Maxson, Alexis Pena. And Brody, Brody Atkinson. Yeah. Okay, so good field. It is a good field. Top three. We're only given top threes, which means you're gonna leave. We're gonna leave somebody out because there's gonna be some mm-hmm. good shooters yeah. that don't make top three. The field's deep enough. You want to go three, two, one. Three, two, one. Yeah. Yeah, I'll go three, two, one. Yeah. Who's your Who's your third place? Uh, third place, Gianni. Ooh, interesting. Yeah. Oh man, this is this actually is really tough because yeah, somebody's gonna get left out of this discussion. Somebody that's really good shooter is gonna get left out of the discussion. We're out of the top three. I hold on. Hold on. I might change that. No, you can't. It's it's locked in. There's no change in that now. I don't want to be locked in yet. (laughs) You're locked in. You said it. It's on. It's on the air. All right. All right. Fine. We'll stick with it. Oh, oh, that was. All right. Well, it'd be all right. It really should have been Browning. 
Well, right, okay. You're locked into Gianni. That's who you said. I actually am picking John Browning for a third place for this match. Okay. All right. Okay. Second place. Who you got? You you got to go first. I got to go first on uh, Bob Crow. Bob Croft. Bob Croft. I got faith Shit, in my know, boy. I actually forgot about Bob. How many? It sounds like you forgot about like five different people at this point. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, second place. I'm picking actually Joey for second. You're picking Joey for second. Wow. Okay. So then, who you got for first? Okay. I I can I have a guess. Scott, you're picking Scott to win first. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to pick Joey to win the match. Uh, I mean, he's won every area match. He won the last one a couple of weeks ago, convincingly. Yep. So I can't pick against Joey at this point. You could. I haven't seen. I have not seen Scott shoot since CO Nationals. I'm not saying he hasn't shot a match. I just I haven't seen it. If he has, yeah. So, so you, but you picked Joey, and then. Bob. Bob and John Browning. Okay. So I actually have the same top three as area one, just second and third place are switched. Well, I had Scott, Joey, and Gianni. Yeah, there we go. There it is. So, you guys be tracking scores, get on practice score competitor app, be updating that, see who's winning the match, follow along. I really hope those scores are I really want them to be live. I really hope they are. I don't I, think they his, historically I don't think they happen at this match. I can't remember though. Yeah, I don't I do not remember. I'll send Matt a message and see to get it worked out this week. Yeah. Hey, just don't forget about this thing. Yeah, so that's going to be awesome. Awesome to watch. And we're shooting with... Oh, man. We have the squad of all squads. It's pretty solid. It's probably like the... Like next to being... I don't know. It's probably... Yeah, it's a better... Better squad than like the the single stack super squad that that I've been on too. I think uh, probably close. I mean, we have one A class. Who let the A class guy on? I don't know. We have one A class guy <laughs> on our squad. Shoot. Keith Stevenson snuck on there. I don't know how Keith did it, but he snuck on there. But I'll take. I'll tell you this: Keith is shooting single stack, so. I don't care if he's B class or C class or D class. He's still better than the two GM PCC shooters that we got. So I'm just saying. PCC hate flowing from over here. I'm sure they're nice guys. I look forward to meeting them and hanging out with them. But yeah, yeah it, otherwise awesome it's all squad. M and GM, M and GM shooters on our squad, which would be great. From a lot of different divisions, too. Yes. 
We got uh, single stack limited production and PCC. So nice, nice spread of GMs. We only have one open shooter. That's a. That's all right. It's all right with you. Yeah. Open's loud. It is loud. And they're yeah. a bunch of prima donnas. <laughs> oh my gosh. Look, if you want to be on our squad and you want to be cool, you shoot iron sights and or low cap. Well, mm -hmm. if it's low cap, it is iron sights. So basically, if you want to be cool on my squad, you shoot iron sights. If you want to be really cool, you shoot. I mean, Jeff honestly is kind of like he's almost the coolest because he's shooting iron sights. He's shooting eight round single stack and he's shooting major. Assuming he, he makes power factor. Uh, so yeah. as much as as much as it pains me to admit, I don't know. I can't remember. If John is I don't know if he signed up for major or, or minor. I don't know what he's going to shoot at this match. I think Keith is actually shooting major, too. So so there's some cool people on our squad. But that's that's where the mm. eight rounds major iron sights. It doesn't get much cooler than that. Yeah, that'll be an interesting comparison. Especially okay. that. So wait, the because there's a stage that's half size targets, right? Area three. I think so. I haven't actually looked through the the book. Okay, well I'm telling the you, match there's, book. A, there's a stage. It's like a 29 round stage or something like that. Okay. That's half size IPSC targets. So are they going to score those like normal? Yes. Right? So like your A zone's like this big? It's half the size, yes. Yeah. So that that seems like it's going to be brutal. It's deceptive because it's it is deceptive because it's the targets are generally closer, so you think, mm -hmm. "Hey, I can rail on it." But then, so you shoot it almost like you do, like a plate, like a steel plate, mm -hmm. instead of like a, you know, a twenty yard. If it's at ten yards, you don't shoot it like a twenty yard paper. Well, I was so, meaning it, it seems like it's going to be brutal for shooting minor. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's that's going to be a bit of a challenge there. I gotta, I gotta make sure. I mean, that's going to be the challenge for the whole match for me, honestly is to make sure that I am trying to find the center of the A zone or center of the target as best I can. But, you know, it's all right. It is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Why are well, you shooting minor? Uh, one, because I, well, I rebuilt my minor gun. And so I wanted to shoot it because it was like rebuilt, brand new top end and all that. It was basically like having a new gun. So I wanted to shoot it from that perspective. I have shot minor in ipsic almost exclusively anytime i've shot ipsic matches and so with ipsic nationals coming later i kind of just wanted to have a match in minor shoot a match in minor and mm -hmm. i also had a whole bunch of coming into the season i had a whole bunch of nine millimeter loaded so i just had ammo ready to go and practice and so middle of the season nationals which i'll shoot major at most likely is couple months away i can shoot minor here and no big deal so okay. that's that's kind of right. see how it there's, goes there's not a lot of thought process behind that 
other than that. All right. Do you think you're going to lose? To you? No. Oh, okay. I was just checking. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay, so you want to jump into like talking about the are we going to do race predictions? Is okay. that what we're doing? Yes. Okay, so we have we have our we have our race in the this is our duathlon for Jeff and I. We have our race yeah. at the match we're racing, but then we also yeah. have our foot race, which my wife did not know about the foot race until last night. And what? I I don't know how I guess I'd never I hadn't said anything. I don't know. I was like, "Why do you think I've like been running a bunch that is like, I don't know, it just seems like like you're just doing what you normally do. Like, okay. Well. <laughs> so she found out last night that I, that I was racing and she, she ran like high school. She, she was like cheerleader and then ran like, I don't know, the 800 or something in the mile. Maybe she did some cross country, but she wasn't like super into it, but she, she ran it. And so yeah. she was like, what are your, what are your splits all going to be? And so I was like, well, I don't, I don't know what my splits are going to be. But I'm I'm hoping to be this time, and she's like, I guess that's acceptable if that's all you can do. It's like, great. Oh, wow, she should have known a long time ago. She could have like made you work a little harder. She could have been training me. That's that's exactly right. She could have yeah. could have definitely tried to light a fire under me a little bit more. That would have been good. So I I missed I messed up. It's plain and simple. I messed up. Messed up. Wow. Yeah. So, but, so we have this. So the question is, yeah, it's who's going to win. Like that's the deal. But what we want to do is, we're also putting a little bit different deal on it. Is who can guess closest to their actual times in the one hundred, the four hundred, and the sixteen hundred? Which yeah. is interesting because I'm I am very curious to hear Jeff because Jeff has kind of heard what I think I'm going to do. I haven't yeah. really heard what like. I think Jeff's been secret training in secret. He talks a lot in the Discord about his dry fire training and any time he's lifting weights for it, but he hasn't said anything about running in the last couple months. And I think he's actually been putting some miles in, is what I think. I mean, I have, but I've also been putting it in the Discord. So that's it. Um, and this is also interesting because Jeremy has actually, like, you actually ran these these runs this week, right? This morning, I did go out and I, I ran them kind of how we're going to. I wasn't on a track, so the 100 was kind of hard to decide, but determine. But just on a, a dirt road, I, I ran the 100, then the 400, then the mile, just to see what it'd be like to, mm-hmm. to do all three races. Are, are you going to share your times? Uh, I'm not going to share those specific times from this morning, but I will make predictions for the race. Okay. All right. Well, <laughs> you predict first. Uh, okay. <laughs> the hundred, I think the hundred is going to be my most embarrassing run. And again, okay. I don't, because I don't actually know what I can run a hundred and I have no idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Billy is is predicting fourteen seconds on on the dis on the chat. Yeah, I I don't know if I can get fourteen. It'll be around there. It'll I have to I, be around there. I'm figuring like fourteen to fifteen 
uh, is where I'll be at yeah. on the hunt. because like conditioning really doesn't become a factor on the hundred. It's just how fast are you, and and it's how much I, uh, it's how much energy you can put out all at once. Right, right, and uh, yeah, I don't even even training for the four hundred, which is still kind of a sprint. It's not a sprint for me. Like it's not an all-out sprint for me. Like so, I, it's so very rare that I sprint all out. Even in USPSA, right? Like you rarely have a mm-hmm. long enough distance to actually sprint. So it's not something yeah. I do a lot of. So I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say fourteen point four. Fourteen four. Okay. As my hundred time, I have no idea. Yeah, I honestly have no clue either on this. Uh, but I'm confident. I'm confident. I'm going to say 13.5. Hey, you going to put a second on me? Yeah, full second. Holy cow. But I <laughs> yeah, will see. Just really All getting right. into this Lanny Bassum type mentality he's really into that i should have got uh tyler on here to speak some sense into us yes yeah we should have okay 400 what do you got okay 400 you ran a 77 this morning correct yeah so yeah i did i ran a 77 this morning uh i'm gonna run i'm gonna run a 68 whoa yeah dude that's nine seconds do you realize how much time that is to take off yeah yeah i'm gonna run a 68 yeah i think jeff's jeff is he's gonna be on something like there's (laughs) he's just he's gonna be on something Uh, oh hell yeah uh i I'm not I'm not picking you to win the 400 but I'm I'm picking a higher time I'm picking 69. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to say I'm going to my goal is to break 70. Uh and I think I can gotcha. run a 69 and still still beat you with a 69. So yeah. I don't want to go I don't want to go any harder than I have to at the 400. And I think a 69 will be good enough because that's actually, okay. a, that's going to be a hard number to hit. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I, dude, I am going full bore on the 400. Full bore. Are you going to start full bore? Uh, I mean, I'll probably start at like uh, 85, 90%, something like that. I'm curious if you'll finish the 400. What do you mean finish it? Because you're gonna burn out. Like you're gonna get three. You're gonna have a hundred yards left. No, and just be roasted. There's there's slowing down, but they're like not finishing it. It's just not gonna happen. Like <laughs> I'll finish it. I'll finish it slower than I started, but I'll finish it. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's great. Uh, if you run a sixty-eight, I will be. I will be very impressed. Okay. All right. Just straight up impressed. Well, yeah. 
We'll see. I mean, you've already picked it. You can't go back on it. Okay, so no, then the I'm not mile. going back. But but wait, here's my logic. I'll I'll, I'll spit some logic here. Okay. So I'm going to be running in a different shoe. I was running in like my my distance trainer shoes, and I'm not going to run the sprint in in those shoes. You're wearing specialty shoes for your sprint. Oh, for sure. Wait, wait. You're are you going to show up like in like <laughs> like cleats and like sprint? Are you got you going to come out of the blocks? You got blocks that you're going to come out of. Oh yeah, bringing blocks for sure. Okay. <laughs> Jeff's going to have track spikes with him. Anyway, the the point is. I'm not going to be running in like a dropped trainer shoe that I would run like four, four or five miles in. Whatever. I can't run five miles. Who am I kidding? <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not going to be running in those shoes. Also, I'm going to have competition. I'm going to have somebody to run against. So that's going to make me faster. Also, my 77 was run at least 300 of that is uphill. How much uphill? I mean, it's, it's not like steep uphill, but it is uphill. Like, f- and feet. How many feet would it be? Like 10? 15? 300. 300 meters of it. No, but how much up? Oh, how much is the elevation change? Yeah. That's a good question. I don't really know. <sighs> Hold on. Hold on. I'll pull it up on my phone. See what this this incline was. I mean, uh, if it's a right. if, what is it? Hold on, I'm trying to get to that run. Oh. Uh, so the hill elevation. I mean, it's probably it's hard to tell. Honestly. Uh, probably, let's see if that's like 85, I don't know, dude, it's probably like between five and 10 meters. Okay. I mean, that's uphill. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's noticeably uphill. It's not like, oh, I think this is uphill. Like it's definitely uphill. Yeah. Uh, but then, like, the last hundred is slightly down. Not, okay. Not the same pitch, but slightly. It, like, breaks over and then kind of, like, gradually drops a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so that's that's my reasoning. Those three factors would be different footwear. I'm going to have Jeremy to beat. And I'm not going to be running uphill. So. That's still, you're talking about nine seconds. Nine, nine seconds. It's worth it. It's worth nine seconds. Dude, just beating you is worth six. I mean, that, <laughs> that's a, that's an automatic six. So. Uh, I don't have any special shoes. I'll just be in the regular shoes that I just wear every day and that I just run in normally. They're actually, they're all worn out. I'll probably after this, I'm getting new. I'll probably get some new shoes, but so. I don't have any fancy shoes. I don't I don't see like a big reason I can take just nine seconds off of my time or anything like that. I, I think my the strategy that I need to employ is to just I need to let Jeff get in the front to start and I'll just sit right on his hip the whole way 
and then like the last 100 to 50 yards as he starts to slow down i just cruise past him hey maybe you can do it who knows maybe you can we're gonna find out though okay mile time so that this is what yeah. this is where it's, this is where it's gonna be hard because like the quarter if if we have to push hard as as hard as Jeff's gonna say he's gonna push in the quarter, then running a mile afterwards in any sort of like in any sort of intensity like you you've already hit that threshold right because we're not runners mm-hmm. we've already hit that threshold so then it's going to you're going to hit that threshold real quick and then it's just can you how can you survive getting through a mile mhm yeah uh, uh i wanted to break like 6 minutes on this mile run but doing it after a quarter unless we wait for like an hour which we're not going to wait an hour I, I don't th- i don't think that's going to happen so honestly like 629 629 629 is my prediction i would i would love to beat that and be i would i'd love to be sub 615 honestly okay. but um this this is really a tough one and i am not going to say 629 I really just wanted anything sub seven, but dude, even that is a stretch for this guy. (laughs) Do you have a mile PR at this point? No. See, I almost feel like it's—I almost feel like it's better that way. Okay, that you haven't run a mile as hard as you can. That I don't know my number. Okay. Right? Because I've got you. I don't need to know my number. The number doesn't okay. matter. Because I've got you. Yeah. So that'll be my goal, is to hang with you the whole time or as long as I can. Yeah. Again, so like the best strategy for me would just be just hang on Jeff's hip. Just let him be in front. And and then the second half of oh, it. Oh, okay. Just, just start yeah. picking up the pace and see if you can keep up. So we might treat this mile more like you would see like track cyclists, right? Yeah, Where we're just like you're just like looking over your shoulder, just like oh, is he coming up on me? And then like the last quarter, you know, take off and sprint. Yeah. Well, my strategy would somewhat hinge on the fact that the last quarter you can't take off and sprint. <laughs> Like this, you're just you're just gassed, and that's and, and so you're gonna finish. But the, there ain't no picking up the speed at that point. Yeah, yeah, we'll see how that mile goes. <clears throat> I I just sub seven is my prediction because that's what I want to hit. But so what's the number? Sub seven. Pick, okay, so six fifty nine. Yeah. I honestly don't even think it'll be that. I think it'll be like the low sevens. We'll see. You know, 
I don't like suffering. I don't, I don't, I don't like to suffer. I don't like, I don't like to suffer when I'm running or anything like that. So we'll see if I can suffer more whenever there's somebody else there. Oh, you will, dude. That, okay. This is a whole nother aspect of this. Okay. Jeremy, have you ever participated? Because I have not in a sport uh, where, like, the the more you can make it hurt, like, the better you're going to do. Oh, no. Like, an endurance sport of any kind? Nope. nope. <clears throat> not just endurance running, but, like, an endurance competition. Yeah. Or no. anything like... Right, yeah. So... I'm actually really nervous about this. Uh, yeah. Dude, it makes me nervous when I'm like, I know that I'm going to go out there and like when I finish, I'm going to want to die. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> yes. Yeah. It makes me so freaking nervous, dude. Uh, it, it it makes me wish that I had trained harder. That's all it does. Like I just I wished I had trained harder. Yeah. For this. Yeah. And then Mike said, and then go shoot a match. Yeah. That's what. So do you have any sort of hesitation that hey I can't I can't just go flat out to where I'm like throwing up, falling over after this is done because we do have a match to shoot that afternoon. Is there any no. sort of that? Any sort of we need no. to save anything? Okay. No, because I want to win everything. I I want to win everything. But, okay. Yeah. I'm gonna lay it all out there, dude. All. All right. How much yeah. time do you want between races? Between the 100 and the 400, maybe like 10 minutes. Okay. Between the 400 and the one. And the sixteen hundred. Uh I don't know, like we could do fifteen minutes, that's fine. Okay. Yeah. Initially I was thinking five minutes between all of them, but then everybody seemed to think that was ridiculous. So I was like, okay, yeah, let's do more. I'm totally fine with that. I did like three or four minutes between this morning and three or four minutes between hundred and four hundred and just under ten minutes between the 400 and the mile and that's a pretty quick that was a pretty quick turnaround so yeah 15 20 minutes 15 or 20 minutes between the quarter mm -hmm. and the mile probably how'd you probably be good how'd you feel after like nine minutes of after a 400 uh well it's it's a it's a real challenge because more rest would have been better because you're not fully recovered. I mean, I you're not breathing hard anymore. That that part's down. But then also, like Mike's in the uh, or or Billy's, you know, saying warm up between the start of each race. Like there there is a little bit like you've just you've pushed all the way in the black. You get this lactic acid buildup from the 400 from just going hard. And then yeah, I wasn't even sure if you were pushing that hard. So that's good to hear. Uh. Yeah, I was. Uh, and so, but then your muscles start to tighten up, right? Once you just start cooling down, even if you're walking around, your muscles still, still want to tighten up a bit. And so that's kind of, you know, not being a runner, but, but 
you know, not, not right. Not having been like a racer or a track person, that's kind of interesting as far as how to manage that. And I, I don't know. Like, I, I assume they'll be like, we'll, we'll take some time off, maybe jog around a little bit before the mile just to kind of get blood flow going. And, and then just take off, and it is what it is. Yeah, it'd be good. I'm looking forward to it. And we also have got a bit more details lined up with our videographer. So yes, that's so this is getting video. Deal. Yeah, so videographer will be there. So all that you can hear us talk about all this, he's going to be there. This will be a part of the production, probably a very comical part of the production. I think the point is to to make this part just amusing. You know what uh, I'm so. really afraid of? I started thinking about this last night because the wife was like, are y'all going to video the race? Like, yeah, of course we are. And she just kind of looked at me and laughed at me. And <laughs> I'm a little bit, I'm a little worried right now that especially once we get to the mile, but even on the 400, but once we get to the mile, we're going to be huffing and puffing and just giving everything we got. And it's going to look like two old dudes just kind of going out for a leisurely jog. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's for sure. That's that worries me a little bit, but, uh, yeah, I wouldn't worry about it though, dude. I mean, even me, like knowing that I'm not a very good runner, I mean, I'm still in better shape than probably 95 to 98% of dudes out there. So I'm not really too worried about it. Yeah. I mean, there's, there is that. The majority of people are in really bad health. Right. And there is a trophy. Yeah. Yes. Only one trophy. Uh, Mike has had a trophy made or he made it or something i don't i don't know have you seen it did he send you a picture of this yeah i have seen it i'll be happy Uh, to take it home so yeah that that will that will look great on my well with my other trophies (laughs) i really look forward to to seeing that (laughs) oh (laughs) billy said if you throw up at some point i'll donate fifty dollars to patreon (laughs) I I cannot imagine exerting myself to the point of throwing up unless I've just eaten like a huge breakfast and I will have an empty stomach. I won't be I won't have eaten anything before this, which is just how I normally work out. Like I normally work out first thing. Don't actually normally don't drink or eat anything before really? or during a workout. Yeah, I just I get up and and go work out. Yeah, so I will get up, drink some dry fire for 30, 45 minutes. And then if I feel fine, I'll go work out. But if I'm getting like stomach pain from being hungry, then I'll go eat like half of a granola bar just to get the pain to go away and then go work out. Yeah. So yeah, probably be running on empty or half a granola bar. It's a way to or do it. Of, or a piece and of fruit or something. Along with whatever additives Jeff has 
taken yeah. that morning. Yeah. Yeah. Caffeine, beta alanine, L citrulline. <laughs> just the usuals. Aspartame. All the weird stuff. I'm all sorts of what do you call them? Accelerants? I don't know what you call those things. <laughs> Accelerants. <laughs> sounds like accelerants to me is what it sounds like. Yes. And I'm gonna give you some uh oh, Benadryl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I will not be leaving a water bottle around that I'm going to drink out of that Jeff has access to. Just not doing it. Yeah, I'm just going to slip you like a couple of Benadryl. Crush them I'd, up. I'd still kick your butt, even if you gave me two Benadryls. Those don't do much <laughs> to me anyway. They make me they make me jittery. They don't even put me to sleep. Uh, they do that to some people. I I don't like them. So yeah, look forward to the race. Look forward to the the production that's going to come out that the race will be in. Should be awesome. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to the video that comes out of this match. Should be great. Yeah. So if you if you see us at the match, come say hey. Maybe you'll be in the video. True. We we will have a dude with us the entire time. So okay. So. I, I, d- do you think you're going to get used to that? Like there's going to be, a, so we're, we're producing this video. We we have a guy that we're paying to come follow us around with the camera. Not because we just think we're just crazy, super special. Just that we think like we want to just kind of capture the event. We think it's going to be fun, exciting and make a cool video. Uh, but Jeff and I aren't used to having cameras on us all the time, mm. other than, doing a podcast which is very different and so like do you think you're get like how do you do you think it's going to affect you at all having a guy there with the camera like specifically you know somewhat watching you all the time and yeah dude i mean you've seen me try to make a video for for instagram and shit right like it's it's freaking comical (laughs) it Um, is good I do. Yeah, I, I do know. love those. I know you do. Um, but I think we'll get used to it pretty quick, uh, because I mean, not all the video that we we shoot is going to be a part of the video. It'll get chopped up, and little pieces will get used, and all that. So, I think once uh, it kind of sets in that not every time a camera is on me it doesn't necessarily mean that that clip is going to be used. Right. And I kind of get that into my head, then I think it would be a little easier. But, yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm a little nervous about it, but I think it would be all right. Extra match pressure, you think? Uh, No, I don't think so. No? Maybe, like, a little bit, but no, I don't, not really. Like, just knowing that, like, everything, like, if somebody's using your phone or they're capturing video for you on your phone and you tank a stage, like, you can just decide, oh, well, that's just not, we're just not going to put that out there. <laughs> like, I don't need anybody to see me throwing mags and, and going to slide lock. And, you know, I can just 
we can just throw that video away. Uh, yeah. These are right. Like these are somewhat, everything's getting recorded. Right. And, and the shooting, like all of it, again, we haven't discussed that at length, but you know, presumably a lot of the shooting portion is going to go into the video. And if you have, if you do something really bad, that's going to affect the results. Right. So that's going to have to be, we can't just say, Oh, Jeremy crapped the bed on this stage. It's going to be, it's going to be more of here. Watch Jeremy crap the bed. And this is why, this is why Henning, not Jeff, because Henning, this is why Henning has a 50 point lead now in the match. (laughs) Right, yeah, but uh, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how it, how it turns out. But I'm not. I'm really not too worried about that part of it. I feel like I'm pretty dang good about shutting everything out. Like once once it's time for me to go. That's cool. That's good. Shoot. Yeah, yeah I, could, I could put the put the plugs in and I can just ignore people unless they like come up and directly engage me, which, uh, I mean, that could be the case. The camera guy, guy, uh, cliff, I'll let y'all know his name's cliff. So you can go up and directly engage him and just know his name. That would be pretty great. That would be uh, awesome. I, <laughs> I would love that. Uh, Everybody come talk me. to cliff. <laughs> yeah, That'd be amazing. Uh, so he has told me there will probably be times where like we'll walk off or do something or you know, load mags and he might walk up to us and be like, Hey, could you start over? <laughs> like do that again. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, so you might get some deja vu. <laughs> if you're yeah. going to shoot. Um, but it'll be worth it. Cause it's going to be cool. Yeah. I think it's gonna be cool. We're, I'm mostly hoping for a good match. I hope both of us shoot shoot well and it's and it's a good i i think if i think if both of us are shooting well the match will be close mm-hmm. that's what that's what i think is is the case maybe not but i think if both of us shoot well it'll be it'll be a close match and so hopefully that will be what we what happens if not if not that's all right yeah yeah all right do we have some questions we do. But first, shout outs from our Patreons here. Uh, Jay Headland Shooting, shout out to Fuss, which Fuss is Craig Oakenfuss, for putting on a good match the other day and crushing it with his limited gun and his limited optics gun. And that's at the Pioneer Shooting Club. So, shout out to Fuss. Putting on a good match. Yeah, it's awesome to hear. And a Billy, once again, would like us to shout out. Where is that message, Billy? The one where he's. Here we go. Here we go. Shout out to the number one Joel Park fanboy Instagram account, Mac and Pood, at <laughs> Mac and Pood. It's me. I'm Joel Park's number one fanboy. I was the OG pay piggy. I am curious if if Billy is still as much of a Joel Park fanboy since Foose Foose Fuss since he beat him at that at the match. 
that Foose put on, if I saw the stats correctly. Who who beat him? Uh, whoever put the match on Foose Okenfoose, isn't that who that was? Yeah, it was Okenfoose. Was Joel at that match? That was a different match, I think. Oh, was it? I think so. Oh, that was the Never one mind. that uh, that uh, fat fat abs was shooting. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I mixed it up. I was wrong. No, but nobody's surprised, Jeremy. I know they're not. That they're was not. Rocky Two. That was Rocky Two. No, that was Rocky Five. <laughs> Maybe that was Creed. Could have been Creed. Oh, could have been Creed. Uh, the other thing, Shooters Connection sponsoring today's show. Thank you, Shooters Connection. If you guys need any any supplies coming up for for Area Three, you could probably still get it. Honestly, like if you're if you're ordering quickly, yep, you could probably still get it. Um, but any other shooting supplies or or gun parts, they've even got some guns over there. So pick up your shooting supplies from Shooters Connection. Support the podcast. Use the link in the description. Shooters Connection does support a lot of matches uh, run by people in the industry, and they're shipping out quick and getting you what you need. So uh, thank you, Shooters Connection. And now we are on to some questions, correct? Yeah, rapid fire. Uh, well, I don't even think we have enough for rapid fire, honestly. Some of these oh. questions are too deep. They're too deep for rapid fire. Oh, we can still go rapid fire. Uh, you probably could. Yeah, you want me to just rapid fire questions that are completely irrelevant now? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, <laughs> hold on. Okay. Because <laughs> uh, some of these are like suggestions. They're not even questions. Want to just, yeah, we'll just read them. We'll just read them. What the heck? Okay. Uh, how about having a traveling RO as a guest? C class legend. Spill the tea on what it's like ROing the super squad and how can USPSA build the RO ranks while keeping quality high? Uh, we could have C class legend on, but do we want to stroke his ego that mu- any that much more? I don't. I don't know if we want to do that. Mm. I mean, he is a redhead. He's a redhead. He looks like a leprechaun. He got engaged. Congratulations, C class legend. Uh, you got congrats. engaged. Good for you. I'm a. I'm a big proponent of marriage. Uh, actually, we just had my wife and I just had our 15 year anniversary. And it's the like the first it's like the first year in like the last eight years that Area Three was not on our anniversary. Oh really? Uh, yeah. Because normally Area Three is the first weekend of August. So our anniversary is August second. And so this is like the first the first time it it wasn't. Uh and actually the crazy thing is there were two guys on the Discord, uh John Headland and somebody else had the exact same anniversary. That's nuts. Not not same years, but same. Right. But it was still August 2nd. August 2nd. I may not have done as good a job of celebrating my anniversary as I should have because I'm not good celebrating special days. People should feel uh, sorry for my wife. I She's very that. special. 
Well, you did shout her out on the podcast. I mean, she got a shout out on the podcast. Yeah, I don't know how. Yeah, yeah. that's about as good as you can get. Uh, yeah. So then, any any thoughts there on building the RO ranks, but keeping quality high, Mister Reed? I mean that 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 is a big challenge. You know, Ipsic Ipsic doesn't seem to have as much of a challenge that because people there are a lot of people who they don't even shoot that much that they just want to be ROs. That's something they want to do. And there's, there's a lot of respect that goes with that in, in USPSA. It's, it it just, there's just a different feel with it. And it's, it's really tough because yes, we want to take care of our ROs at these, at these major matches, but it's also extremely expensive to to pay for the ROs to put on the match. Uh like the, like you start doing the math on putting people in a hotel, the number of people you need for a match, putting them up in a hotel, giving them food for the match but then also giving them a stipend while they're there so they're not having to to put out a lot of money. Are you giving them a stipend for gas? You know, you end up there's a lot a lot of money to if you're going to pay that stuff into an RO and that's it's just it's just hard and and if, yeah it's just tough and it, it in our sport it always ends up it, it almost ends up no matter what that it becomes adversarial between the competitor and the umpire right like this just the umpire can an RO can do nothing but take points away from you right as far as a scoring call, like there's or anything like that, all they're going to end up doing is is making you mad, right? Yes, you earned it. Like the, I'm not saying that that is the this RO is trying to give you the score that you earned, but if you have any sort of dispute with them, whether you earned that penalty, was your foot touching outside? Was it not touching? You know, when you start getting to stuff like that, and then it just becomes a fight, and it and it somewhat breeds this us versus them type mentality. And that's, that's really tough that it's just really tough to get around that. And there's some ROs who are really good. They're really good at diffusing the situation. There's some ROs that are really good at just trying to create relationships with the shooters and try to make it, they try to make their stage enjoyable and fun. And, and that I think that goes often goes a long ways with a shooter that is not going to they're going to be less likely to blow up on you if you've if you've been interactive with them if you've you know been talking with them and that sort of stuff a lot and that that helps a bunch um, because sometimes you walk into a stage and RO is just you walk into a stage and an RO is just like this is my stage I'm going to run it like a like I like I am the God of this stage. And it's just Mm -hmm. like, okay, you just know that it's almost like they're looking for to try. They're looking to give you a lower score if they can, like they want to, like they're looking for notches on their timer. That ain't no good. Uh, No, not, not great. Good answer, Jamie. It's rapid fire. That was so rapid. <laughs> yeah. You're so good. You're so good at 
All right, another one. Keep it going. Another rapid fire. I'm going to be faster this time. If you were a king for a day in USPSA, what five things would you change? Oh, gosh. (laughs) I got to do this rapid fire? Okay. Get rid of managing director. Pay the president more. Term limits on area directors. Fewer divisions. Make winning nationals a bigger deal. Those are good. Yeah. That's all I got. No more rapid fire. Yeah, those are good. I like this. Uh, I have no idea what this is about. This is just how disconnected I am. Why didn't Hopkins get on the Prairie Fire rank hype train? Uh, So that match... You know, I haven't heard anything about the Prairie Fire rank match this year. That was kind of an interesting match concept that paid out a lot of money. I have absolutely no idea why Hopkins was was or was not interested in it. I cannot speak to that in any sort of way. So, good I don't answer. know. Good, good answer. Uh, what aspects of IPSC would you like to be incorporated into USPSA? Swinging metal plates? Lower hit factors. I would like their fault line rules. You cannot run outside fault lines. That makes yeah, you can do some that makes cool some stuff. stuff. Pretty interesting. Yeah, you can do some cool stuff as a stage designer. Um, I would like to see a mandated ratio of stages, stage sizes. Oh, dude, that's probably the biggest thing for me. Like. That would be so great. Like, I don't even know if, like, mandated specifically, but at least, like, you can't have this many stages over 30 rounds. Everything else can be a toss-up. Yeah, that's why I I said uh, some form of that. I wouldn't necessarily go 3-2-1, but some some form of that. Um. What else? You said something else that was like, oh yeah, I would, I would take that too. Uh, swinging metal plates. Oh yeah, swinging plates. We had those for like six months or something like that in USPSA. <laughs> you saw them at a couple matches, and then they're like, nope, those are out. Can't you have those? Man, those are such a cool target. I think there's probably challenges as far as reshoots and that sort of stuff, and keeping yeah. those working. But what it, they seem to be able to make it work, and surely, surely. If they can make it work in Ipsic, we could make it figure out a way to make it work in America. Yeah. What I really like about the swinging metal plates is the shooting challenge they present when they're on the same axis, but they have different times that they expose. Like you'll have like two or three on a, on an arm or something, and yeah. they'll expose themselves at different times. That's a cool shooting challenge. It is. Yeah. Without having to go full on Texas Star, right? Yeah, yeah. Like right now, that's the only way we have a swinging plate is a Texas Star. But I do think yeah. the uh, some swinging plates could be pretty cool. Did you ever shoot that the swinging Texas Star that they had at Old Fort? Um, I I think I shot it once, long time ago. Yeah, I mean, I haven't seen it since like. Probably 2017 or 2018. I think it's 2017, honestly. Yeah, uh, I hate that. Yeah, stuff. it's like this 
<laughs> Dude, I love that thing. Oh, it's like a giant, giant A-frame with this giant arm, and they have the Texas Star, and it just freaking swings and spins. Yeah, it's awesome. I think that should be illegal. That should that <laughs> should be illegal because it you can't make it present the same challenge for every shooter, and it actually stuff like that penalizes the less skilled shooters more than it does the higher skilled shooters. Oh yeah, for sure. So I, I don't like those. All right. Next question. I like them. Probably not for big majors, but I like them. Locals are fine. Uh, Okay. Let me get rid of that one. This is the Phil Strader's manifesto. This one's pretty deep. Let's, we can't do that rapid fire. Let's, let's I agree with a back. lot of I agree with a no. lot of Phil's stuff, but he wants to get rid of major altogether and I think that's retarded. Yeah, we'll circle back. Circle back. Okay, with the popularity of CO causing dwindling class participation, should the threshold for scores at majors to count as classifiers be revisited? Nothing worse than spending one hundred and fifty to two hundred fifty dollars and not having it count for anything. With okay, uh, I don't know who wrote that, and I don't, I don't mean to offend you, but if going to a major match, going to, I'm going to. So you should be used to it if you listen to podcasts. If you're going to a major match and you're disappointed because you're not getting a classifier score out of it, then like you're missing the point. Like I'm sorry, but you're you're just missing the point. Uh. Who cares about a classifier score? Like, go to a classifier match, get classified. You'll be fine. Go win the match, and you won't have to worry about that. There you go. Just hurt some feelings. Uh, hey, that happens. They can let me know that their feelings are hurt and that I'm wrong. That's fine. Uh, should the threshold for scores at major matches to count those classifiers be revisited? Hmm. Also, I think CO is on its way down. I think it's peaked. Oh, for sure it's peaked. Yeah. <clears throat> no doubt. With the drama in USPSA, does it change your idea on IPSC as the governing body? Uh, the question is, Should do I think that we should reconsider having ips just being a u.s ipsic section yeah i think so with the drama in us per se does it change your idea on ipsic as the governing body um look ipsic ipsic is not free of drama <laughs> like we're just insulated from that we don't we don't see that we're not that's not intricate into what we're how we're working. And so we just don't see that. There's, there are big issues with IPSC that if we all of a sudden came under their umbrella, we would have lots of issues with IPSC at that point. Mm. So I don't think that's a fix. Uh, honestly, you, it's a, it's a going under IPSC means you're going to have issues and you have less of a chance of being able to have any sort of say over it. Right, like you, you, you can whine and complain all you want, 
in IPSC and you, you can't do anything about it. At least, at least we do have an election system here and mm -hmm. we can elect board members, area directors that we want. We've done a poor job and honestly, we've, we've, we've missed some opportunities. Uh, area four, the last area four election, we, we put somebody in that just like, it was just, I can't believe that we, that we put mail in. Like, it's kind of ridiculous. Uh, he's just been a monkey to follow everybody else. Uh, and we had other good options. But. Fair. All right, next one. Rapid. Two more. Okay. We're going to do them quick. Dude, we're down to like three questions. Okay, I'll, we'll rapid fire three of them real quick. <laughs> and one of them is that one from about Phil's manifesto. Oh. Yeah, we're not going to get to that. Uh, this goes, this is from, this one's not even that old. Dude, this one's okay. from like two days ago. Okay. Uh, this goes with the article just posted by Potato about how people are getting better, faster. Uh, where would you say 1985 Rob Latham finish at this year's CO Nats? No disrespect to TGO. Or is there even a way to compare individual shooters across generations? How could you construct an all-time power rankings for a USPSA Hall of Fame? The best 10 shooters per decade, maybe? Might be weird, as number 11 from 2010 might beat number 1 from a prior decade head-to-head, -head, then still get snubbed. I don't know. Could be an interesting discussion for the offseason when Jeff gets to this question. I don't know why it's my fault. <laughs> it's always your fault. Questions. It's 100%. They, they're correct. They should blame you. That's that's appropriate. Uh, I don't know how I'm supposed to rapid fire that question, but a young Rob Latham in today's USPSA would still be winning nationals. You think so? Point he won nationals like three years ago, two years ago, with busted yeah. up knees, and he's... Hundred pounds overweight. It's single like stack though. Okay. So it's a it's a little slower, and there's there's not as much heat in that division. Okay. I mean, yeah, but so like he still won in nationals. Did you win? No, I didn't win. But I wasn't I, winning back then either. Like I didn't win. Look, but you think he would like? You think nineteen eighty-five or whatever year you want to pick, Rob, shooting, let's say limited, shows up to limited this year. Oh, hundred percent. Crushes. Like I don't, I, I honestly, I can't say if he's if he crushes, but he is, he is a contender, and we will be pushing to win that title 100 percent, i believe that like you talk about you talk about athletes in this sport rob is probably the best athlete we've ever had in this sport that yeah, may not be yeah. fair to somebody that, that that i just haven't heard of but as far as like the guys who are really good in this sport rob is probably one of the best athletes that have ever done it 
Like he's yeah. he's incredibly athletic, and his shooting fundamentals are better than virtually yeah. anybody in the sport. That translates from 1985 to 2005 to 2025. If your shooting mm-hmm. fundamentals are as solid as his are, then guess what? You're going to be competitive. And then you get, and then yeah. he gets his athleticism back. Like you, you get him pre four knee surgeries and it at a healthy yeah. weight. Yeah. Like you've, you have seen, you have seen Rob in glimpses. You, you shot, did you, sh- were you squatted with him? Not. Uh, one year I was. I can't remember what year it was, though. It wasn't like. Uh, I can't the, remember. There are times where you're watching. Again, this wasn't rapid fire, but there are times where you watch Rob and it's like, okay, yeah, that dude's. He's old. He's overweight and his knees are busted up and he can't move. And, and that's just that's just a reality of his life where he's at right now. But then there are there are stages that you see him shoot and you're like, oh, crap, like that dude's an athlete. Like, hmm. like he, like he's, he's got legit athleticism and if, if he could move, he, none of us would be even close to him. That's what I think. Yeah. I think that I don't necessarily disagree. I just don't know if I'm as confident in, in that conclusion. However, I do think people really underestimate like if if Rob has this ability to like have a super strong uh super consistent match on top of like having really great fundamentals so he's like collecting all the points he's not screwing up like he just needs to be a little bit more athletic honestly right right and, and that person is hard to beat in a match uh, yeah. So. Yeah. All right. One more but, rapid fire. I'm gonna leave that question up there because we'll probably dig a little deeper into it at one point. Okay. Uh, the only other one is to hear you talk about 1911s. Uh, it's how you got started in gunsmithing. Is that a story you want to tell? Or do we want to wait? Uh, I took a class, and the guy that was teaching class, Mr. Bob Rogers, invited me back for a one-on-one, and then I went back several times to help him teach the class, and I started building guns from there. That's the quick and dirty. Quick and dirty. Yeah, that's it. That's all the that's all the questions. Boom. Giving our shout-outs. Thank you to our sponsors, Shooters Connection. And our uh, Patreon group fellas, they are also show sponsors, in a sense. So, that's it. If you want to join the Discord, link's in the description. Hit up Shooter's Connection, link in the description. Good luck at Area 3. Hope you're listening to this on the way there. Um, hit us up. And... If you join the Discord, we'll we'll be putting in there where the race is going down. So, like anybody's welcome to to come out there and and yell at us while we die. Yeah. 
Maybe yeah. it'll become a thing and there'll be like it'll be like fifty people racing in it and it'll be like a an actual race next time. That would be pretty awesome. If it became a thing. Where it's like, yeah. oh yeah. Yeah, I ran the I have to call it something stupid. But yeah, the I, hip, I ran the, the gauntlet. Hit factor. Yeah, yeah, the hit factor gauntlet duathlon. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, all right. That's all I got. All right. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you guys next time. Peace.